the Meat Improv. Welcome to The Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabor. The Meat is the improv and storytelling podcast where we, tell, where we bring on comedian guests to tell true meaty stories from their lives. We don't tell them what to do, but sort of we do. Uh, and then what do we do with those stories, Jake? Uh, we use those stories as inspiration for long-form improvised comedic scenes. That's right. Oh, it's a dang hoot. Um, if you like the show, if you are interested in improv or you just like Jake and I improvising, we have a special second episode we do every week called The Potatoes, where we get sort of a live set that Jake and I do for his We Improv show. Uh, that's on there. And then we also uh, take a little bit of that and we uh, explain sort of our moves or uh, answer questions from our Discord channel. That's all on patreon.com slash the meat improv. That's the business. Um, check us out there if you're interested in what we do. Um, and now let's show you what we do. Probably should be the reverse order. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're doing our best. Uh, let's let's start the show. Uh, today we have two very special guests. Uh, we'll start with our returning guests uh, from Illuminati Improv, teammate of mine on Teacher's Lounge, assuming that ever comes back in person, Corey Willis. Hey, how we doing? Hey, Jake, man. Josh, and the other guest who I will not name yet. <laughs> yeah, don't jump the gun. No, 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 uh, no. We've no, never no. had a guest introduce a guest. That would oh. be friggin' weird. No, uh, <laughs> no. Trying to maintain that, uh, <laughs> that spotless record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we have just a lot of meatheads with their pens to their pads right now, waiting for a mistake for the history books, um, <laughs> which will be discarded immediately when they find them. Um, all right. Our second guest, a first timer, <laughs> a friend of mine, maybe since I've moved out here. I feel like you're I feel like I've known you since the very beginning out in L.A. here. Uh, Joe Ulrich. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, we've known each other quite a while. Uh, Glad to be here. Thanks for being here. Yeah. When did you come out, Joe? I'm not just started here, but when did you come out to L.A.? Well, I went to USC, so I came here. I started at USC in 2000 and pretty much moved out to L.A. right after college. And then I started at UCB probably when the theater was like, uh, had been out here like a year and a half. Um, And I, I think I met you like, pretty soon right after i started doing classes and stuff so yeah it's been a while yeah it's 2007 for me that's when i came out uh to la but i was out there before that too actually (laughs) so anyway point being uh we've been sucked into the city so yeah yeah um Another thing that we have in common, Joe, is sort of a, a a weird, a very specific. I feel like I've seen you at very specific concerts, and we also went to a very specific concert together, Creeper Lagoon. Yeah, we went and saw Creeper Lagoon. Uh, I remember you posted on Facebook that you had an extra ticket, and I'm probably <laughs> the only other person you know who knows who Creeper Lagoon is and had their one album. Uh, but that was a really fun yeah. show. <laughs> I've never heard those two words was, together back to like Creeper Lagoon. I've never heard those two words put together in the English uh, language. Uh, probably most yeah. people outside of the band's immediate friends don't know of them. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a really great album and it was a fun show. Yeah, they did have a good album. Jake, you ever heard of them? I'm going to assume no, but no. Uh, I found them in a very strange way. A, a coworker of mine 
saw an episode of Mr. Show where David Cross was wearing a Creeper Lagoon shirt. And then he looked it up and found it was a band and then found the album and shared it with me. Oh, wow. That's very interesting. I remember. uh, Was he also into comedy or was this like, oh, my friend Josh loves comedy. I watched a comedy show and there was a random assembly of words on someone's shirt. Like, how did this? (laughs) Why? Why did he tell you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I think we both just liked music, like, and we worked together. So we, like, one of the big prizes of working at the place we worked was that you could bring in your CDs and make it and play them over the loudspeakers. Oh, God. Uh, so he, so he, he would. Uh, I don't know if he, he must have brought in their CD, and he told me how he found it that just happened to be through Bob and David, <laughs> uh, which I'm not I, even sure I was into at the time, to be honest. I'd like it if he specifically only found music from T-shirts and Bob and David sketches. Yes, <laughs> that, that's his style. So it's only Creeper Lagoon. <laughs> it's style. only Creeper Lagoon. It's, it's all I listen to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a. I, I will say about that Creeper Lagoon show. It was the first show of a band that I knew of. That like the energy on stage was like. Uh, the same as like, like my when when I get together with some friends to play music, it's like <laughs> kind of cool that we're doing this, huh? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it was a that's because it was a reunion show, and like uh, they're not even in music really anymore. So it was like, yeah, it felt more like kind of a like hang out. Like, do you guys know that we know how to play? Kind of vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Like someone at that show was like in their life and had no idea that they were musicians and were like, what you wait, you're good. Wow. You should do this more. (laughs) Honestly, I think so. I think there's some of the, some people that like the bass player or something brought their like coworkers who are like, (laughs) I don't know what he did, but do you remember that vibe? Yeah. Yeah. They definitely mentioned it. They definitely mentioned it. You know, it was like. Yeah, I told everyone that I used to be in a band and they came out. Uh, That's so amazing. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, so, yeah, definitely different than your average concert vibe. Uh, but it was also kind of cool because uh, they are, I mean, like I said, I, I was a fan of theirs and they were good. So that must have been like a cool feeling for them to say like, hey, come check out my show. And you actually know what you're doing because I bet their coworkers like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of them maybe does a recording studio, not in LA. Yeah, something <laughs> like, like that. Like, I he's remember like a sound that. engineer or something. Like, doesn't even. Yeah. Wow. I mean, what a great so like, post band career, though, to be like, I'm just going to open a studio up and be a sound engineer. Like, <laughs> that's really not the rock yeah. star dream. Yeah. You know, get to work on it. What's this? I I guess this makes me want to ask that. That might be the small like a band that I knew of that I went to go see that is like, (laughs) I guess the smallest or like an intimate or just a weird setting like that. Mm -hmm. What's the smallest band you've seen in concert or like, I don't know. Have you ever been at a concert where you're like, there's not a lot of us that like this, (laughs) but I am here. And I like, (laughs) that's a weird question, but 
Yeah, I, I immediately got one. It's a, a massive band now, but like when it started out, it was no one like really knew who they were. Um, and they came and played a small nightclub in my hometown, which is well, not my hometown, but that town that I grew up in, which is Clifton Park, a little concert venue, uh-huh. um, concert venue in quotes called Northern Lights. And uh, Coca-Cola put on a free concert in like my junior year. I don't know, my, maybe my senior year. Yeah, it was 1999 um senior year uh and i was like oh oh my friends like might like the music that i'm into i should bring them along with me so like i gathered four or five friends who would kind of you know we'd hang out and roll around in the car and listen to the same music together and uh they were all like yeah sure we'll come check them out and we went and saw them and it was the black eyed peas featuring macy gray with like a full five piece (laughs) band in like a little nightclub in my town where max capacity was like maybe 200 people like maybe um but they crushed huh. it like and no one like everyone there was just like wow this is great uh it's like a lily white town in upstate new york so like the black eyed peas with macy gray and a whole jazz band was like revelatory for uh pretty much everybody mm-hmm. yeah was that black eyed peas pre-fergie yeah, that was yep. That was literally like uh, the song "Love Won't Wait." Um, uh, if you can remember that from their first album, like Macy Gray sang mm-hmm. like the female vocals on a lot. I think on several of their things, uh, on several of their cuts, and then she wasn't really big, so she just kind of bopped around with them on tours and stuff. Uh, but yeah, it was just wild. <laughs> just such a weird. Yeah, um, but no, no Fergie, no Fergie. Um, I actually forgot until you mentioned it. Like, I always forget that Black Eyed Peas uh, had their pre-pop Fergie era, you know, because that's when they yeah. got so big. Uh, oh, it was but yeah, like great. They were like a different group. I was obsessed with the Black Eyed Peas for such a long time, and then like um, the 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 original version of Let's Get It Started uh, came out, mm-hmm. and I was like. Oh, okay, I don't know if I want to sing that hook um, uh, over and over again. <laughs> and then they pivoted to like pop, and like it was just like, oh, I think because they they remade that song because um, uh, for anyone who isn't aware of it, they they use the uh, a slur um, talking about people who are mentally disabled in the hook of that, and it's like they went from that to being like, I mean, like a halftime Super Bowl act yeah. uh, within like a couple of years so they had to like yeah, yeah. go back and change that song and now that song is just out of rotation like the original version um it's crazy the black eyed peas are always going to be kind of triggering for me because i spent many years uh editing uh bar mitzvah videos and uh <laughs> when uh, i got and basically like i would edit a highlight you know they'd film the whole bar mitzvah and then the kid would get to pick out three or four of their favorite songs i would edit a highlight video and from the time that uh i got a feeling came out for I'd say a good five or six years, like the other, like they could pick four songs. The other three, it'd be different. Each kid would pick it, but every kid picked, I got a feeling. (laughs) And so every job I do, there'd be a little variety and stuff, but I learned how to edit that. I could cut that song into pieces. I knew the exact moments to show the kid going up in the chair and everything. I had it down to a science. And now if I ever hear, I get, got a feeling like all these bar mitzvah flashbacks come into my head and (laughs) it's going to haunt me for the rest of my life. 
I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely won't have the same relationship with that song ever. No, no, it's no. it's ruined. Uh, That's it. Yep. Jake, do you got anything that comes to mind? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I went to college in at Colorado State and they had two very small venues, so we would see small bands all the time. Uh, I mean, the smallest is my friend's band that was like two people and it was called Diagnosis Awesome. Uh, and it was like, uh, they would do like weird themed shows where it was like, they'd book out a bowling alley and we'd go see that. Or like, uh, they would do like a circus show and uh, like everybody would dress like, uh, in like a big, like, like uh ringmaster. He would dress like a ringmaster and stuff like that. And just, it was, yeah. The two of my friends and he played the bass and my other friend played the drums and they just like, it was mostly like instrumental stuff, but I saw the one that comes to mind. I saw Mark. By the way, that sounds, uh, that does sound awesome. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> yeah, so, that's so awesome. fucking cool. Yeah. It was great. He would, and then at the end, he would just like pull everybody up on stage and we just like bounce around and is uh, is a, a real time. Um, uh, but we saw Mark Malman. I, I had a couple of friends at college who would just like, go see shows all the time and would know who was coming and things like that. So like, I just go along for the ride and he's like a, uh, musician out of Minnesota and it's basically just him and a piano. And he would get like fucking tanked. Uh, <laughs> and like, uh, he would like, he would like ride the piano at one point And it's just like, <laughs> really fucking rad and then i moved to san diego and i was like oh shit mark malman's coming through and i talked two of my friends into like driving up to see him at the beauty bar uh which i think is like a small chain of venues yeah right? yeah for sure mm-hmm. yeah, i was yeah. like i know I've, I've heard of i've been to a beauty bar yeah hell yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and we like got there early and there was like it's the bar up front and then in the back is like the stage or whatever. And we like sat at the bar and Mark Malman was just sitting at the bar. And uh, I think he offered to buy us a drink. Like the three, he's like, can I get you guys a drink? And I was like, Oh, that's cool. He's like, can I ask like, what are you doing here? And I was like, we're here to see you actually. And he was like, (laughs) really? Uh, He was like, all right, man. Uh, And like true to his form, he got fucking trashed and played the (laughs) piano. And it was like, there was maybe like 12 of us there. Uh, And I was like, this guy's rad. I still like, I think he's great. Um, But that was like, for sure, the smallest one. And just like dragging, like dragging my two friends to basically like, a, like a guy perf- performing for us. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what comes to mind. <laughs> I used to. A, a, I was just, I just, I, I went to, I, I was like a really big into snowboarding and like indie music when I was, uh, before I got into comedy. So like I would get on and I lived in upstate New York and we would just hop on the train and go down to any number of venues like either like a basement or whatever and see artists like that. Uh, the most, I'd say the most obscure is a dude named Dobry that I went and like literally just like stood next to him. Like I stood next to him while he performed and there were like six other people in the crowd, but like, yeah, I, I would do weird shit like that all the time. Um, 
and like see people who they they kind of ask that same question like what are you d- doing here uh, be like i came i paid money to come see you and they'd be like oh oh wow cool thanks yeah be like what it's so wild yeah <laughs> i i uh the other weird time that that made me think of uh i met a this is like the only time this has ever happened to me, but I met a woman on a plane and we like hit it off and she turned out to be a drummer in a heavy metal band. And she was like, you should come see our show. And so I brought those friends who would always bring me to shows. And it was like, they were performing in like a, like an abandoned warehouse turned commune. Like people were living there. Uh, and she was like the drummer for this all female heavy metal band. And that was truly like, well, if I hadn't have sat next to you on the plane, there's no way I would ever have been here. Like it was like, yeah, people were living and performing in what was like a warehouse. Uh, and I don't even think in? this was in Denver. Uh, oh, wow. I like it was very weird. I like met her on the plane and she's like, we should hang out. And I was like, yeah, OK. And then she's like, my band is playing. And I was like, we should go check out this uh, band. Uh, and it was like it was wild. I was like, this is the wildest uh experience like it wasn't even really a show she was like we're playing but it was just kind of like <laughs> oh you're you're like having a party at your house uh yeah. <laughs> and you set up your stuff to do play music uh and not music you can talk over just like metal. intense yeah. metal yeah yeah uh, i've been to so many metal shows Cistern- uh, i love them i love metal shows they're so bad for you but like i love them <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> getting in mosh pits and stuff yeah oh god yeah Is that what you're, you're talking about yeah and i'm, I'm a big uh, dude so i would i would just go in there and people would be like oh that's my target and i would just go and fucking <laughs> bash into people it was great i loved it so much <laughs> oh I, see I'm, I'm i'm the move out of the way guy yeah. I, like I, I see i'm like all right you guys have fun yeah <laughs> well that's who i, I am got, now but when that, my that's my cue to go to the bar you know yeah yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. You yeah. stand on the edge. Sometimes I stand on the edge and I'll just like give like a shove once in a while, like <laughs> yeah. The last Get back time, in there. I went to like an Odd Future show um, in Terminal Five in New York City. Like when huh. when they had like it was this huge thing because Earl Sweatshirt had like gone away, had been like sent away to like basically like rehab is Samoa, right? Yeah, he was in Samoa, yeah. like learning to be a good person. Uh, and I went to the reunion show where he came back Whoa. and it was like, and I went with my friend Maz and like the two of us at, in our thirties were like, this is so cool. Let's hang out at the bar. And we just watched like the wildest fucking mosh pits form. And just, I mean, people were jumping off of like the balconies and shit and like crowd surfing, like 20 foot jumps off. Like it was just wild. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'll drink my Jameson and ginger ales at the bar. Thank you very much. All right. Tickets, please. Can I see your ticket? Uh, yeah. yeah. Make sure. 
Yep, here we go. All right, so you're... Yeah, this is... This is a ticket for the concert tonight. Um, right, that's... Uh, the uh, Planet Awesome is playing. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you have a ticket for them, and you're going to... you. You paid money to come see this particular band. Yeah, I'm sorry. Is there um, is there is there a prop? I mean, I almost called you officer because um, you have this like imposing bouncer feel to you. I appreciate that. All right. Um, okay. Uh, I, uh, is there is there a problem? Is there like a problem with the venue or the band? Or no, 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 no. Oh. no, no. Everything is set to go. Everything is set to go. Um, cool. I just usually I just hand my ticket, maybe get like a pat down and then go in. So it's just weird to get the third degree. So you're here to see Planet Awesome. Yeah, I'm here to see Planet Awesome. I went to college. How did, how did you find out about us? Well, wait, holy shit. Oh my God, you're, you're the bassist. You're, yeah. Okay. Um, you kind of, uh, play, yeah, I play bass in Planet Awesome, but yeah, wait. Oh, why are you working the door? How do you know that? Did you see, well, well, I'm working the door. I just want to, I, I'm working the door as we're kind of saving some money here, but I, I kind of can't believe this. There's a line of people here to see planet awesome. And I'm just making sure, you know, you're coming in to see my band. I'm going to be playing bass in it. We're going to be playing all of our songs. We're going to yeah. play all of our songs. Like we're going to play like 11 songs, 12 songs. Well, I mean, yeah. You want to listen to that? Yeah. I mean, I know you only had that EP release, but like, I want to hear all, I mean, I want to hear all the stuff that you worked on in the studio. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan of yours. I've been, Okay. <laughs> I've been following you since I was in junior high, and it's like, this is, whole, wow, what? Um, well, it's nice to meet you. Uh, do you want, do you, do you need anything for me? Yeah, could you anything? like, could you like sign, can, I mean, can you sign the back of my ticket stub so I could say that I've got, I mean, the, what? I you sure the, you want to get ruined this with marker? You could, like, <laughs> this could potentially be useful ticket stub if you want to use it for kindling on a fire later or whatever. But if you put markers on it, I don't know if the chemicals in the mark to the Sharpie might. What I'm you want my audit? <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, I'll do anything. I'll do it for a lark. I, okay. I'll sign yeah. It. No, just, yeah. No, I want Tristan's. I want Tristan Barracks. Uh, I want his, I want his autograph. I want your autograph, Tristan. Like, this is going to be worth, I would never use this for kid. Like, you re- like you've got a cult following, Tristan. Do you know you know that, right? I guess so. I'm out here to get to the bottom of it because I simply don't buy it. I don't buy that anyone's into our music. But okay. if you say so, but I am onto you. A <laughs> right, very uh, attractive uh, woman comes up, Tristan. <laughs> I put my number. Yeah. I'm staying at a hotel. I put the here's a hotel key in the room I'm in after the show. I'd love to have sex with you. Who put you up to this, David? I don't know who David is. I'm just a big fan of Planet Awesome. And okay, um, all right, whatever. I don't. My husband gave me a pass. My husband gave me a pass, so I'm using it on you. You're using a pass. You're using a hall pass on the bass player from Planet Awesome, Tristan. Yes, you, Tristan. This is David, right? Here, let me see. Take off your mask. What? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Scratches no. her neck. Come Ow. on, this has got to be oh, it. Oh, I'm a very attractive woman. <laughs> yeah, and right. Okay, what's the plan here? The plan is you come back to my hotel room. We have great sex. I get off on you coming, so I don't, you don't even have to worry about me. 
What? <laughs> okay, come on. Who is this? Who is this? I gotta he, get he tries to pull her wig off. He tries to pull her wig off. <laughs> come on. I know no. this can't be real. You get off on me coming? Who is this? Ah. <laughs> that can't be. Ow. It is. Trist, Tristan. Is, yes? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just... It's so overwhelmed, like seeing you here. Uh, I, uh, I, I drove across country. I quit my job. I just had to come to the show. Uh, what? Yeah, no. I, We're touring. Where do you live? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm from uh, Juneau, Alaska. Uh, oh! I, I, I left my family. I, I said, I don't know when I'll be back, and I, I just can't believe it's actually you. For me? For, yeah. I mean, no, we, well, for all of you guys, for all Planet Awesome. Wow. I mean, I really appreciate it. I mean, we do work hard on our albums and stuff like that, but the, I, I just can't believe that anyone would be moved by, I don't know, what do we sing music about? I mean, our, our music is just about, like, Heartbreak and partying and he pokes him in the shoulder. Oh my god, you're real. <laughs> of course I'm real. Hey, knock it off. <laughs> he pokes him again. Oh ah. quit poking. Wow. Me. Sorry. I just I didn't believe it. I just thought I might be it might be a mirage. I, I haven't slept in four days. Do you have a ticket, by the way? <laughs> I thought you'd sum at the door. <laughs> we cut to the Grammys. <laughs> and uh, Grammy for the uh, most accomplished Lifetime Achievement Award um, doesn't even go to the full band, Planet Awesome, but to the bassist, Tristan Barrett. Come on up here, Tristan. You see that I'm like <laughs> serving cocktails to two people. <laughs> Tr- Tristan, put that put that tray down. Give hand that hand that tray hand that tray to Diddy. Hand that tray to Diddy and get up yeah. here on stage. <laughs> Okay, haha, nice try. <laughs> nice try. Whoever's behind this, whoever's behind this, it's time to give it up, okay? I've toured the world. <laughs> I've had sex with all the supermodels. Okay? The ga- I've played stadiums. I played Coachella. I collaborated with all my heroes, okay? Ha ha. Ha ha. We hear the music start to come up. (laughs) Don't play me off. What are you playing off? You're pranking yourself. You're cutting your own prank short? Shut the fuck. Let me get up on stage. (laughs) We cut to the voice. Um, All right. That was great uh, hearing from Corey. Uh, Now... We just want to hear from our judges, uh, Tristan from Planet Awesome. What do you think about uh, Corey's uh, performance? You want me to give my opinion on his performance? You're in the fucking chair, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, by the way, next time you do a prank on someone, uh, give them a normal chair. This thing's swinging me all about. I don't know. I'm not facing any certain direction. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, make a fake game show so I can come on and be the judge so you can pants me at the end of it or whatever you're going to do for for the Walt Disney Company. But I'll tell you what I won't be doing. I'm not going to be going along with this bull honky any longer. Uh and I say, I say honky, I say honky on purpose because I am a dumb honky.
right, let's get back to the meat part of the podcast where a guest shares a true meaty story from their life. Joe, you're going to go first. What would you like to share with us today? Well, I'm going to tell the story of me getting to my senior prom. And uh, in order to do that, I first have to explain the legend of the ass machine, the greatest car. The ass machine. The, the greatest machine. The ass machine. Uh, okay. Perfect. Just gonna give, okay. give you a second here to consider if you want to tell this. Story. No. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, you're gonna. <laughs> Once you hear it, it's uh, gonna go. Uh, no. Uh, so the ass machine was the name of my car in high school. Um, the ass machine was dubbed that. Because it was a piece of ass, uh, not <laughs> because it uh, would get you ass. Uh, some people make that mistake. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, but a piece of ass. <laughs> yeah. So the the way the way it got its nickname. So my car was an '86 Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra. That um, that my dad got. uh, My dad worked in sales, and he, (laughs) I had turned sixteen. You know, uh, you know, my family. You know, not well enough enough where it wasn't like I was turning sixteen to get in some fancy ass car. But my dad uh, helped a coworker make a sale, and the guy said, "I'll kick you back a little uh, something for you know on the commission." And then the guy's like. Well, I have this 86 Oldsmobile. Do you want to take that uh, as your cut for the commission? And then uh, I was I got the 86 Oldsmobile. Um, wow. Now, I really made the car my own. Uh, to make it cooler, I duct taped a racing stripe across the top of it. Um, <laughs> uh, it didn't oh, make God. it go faster, but it was beautiful. <laughs> and uh, since we Not were like the class, normal racing stripes that make no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, and uh, since we were class of two thousand, I took electrical tape and had two thousand on the the front two doors. Um, not even well done art, or you know, I didn't like you know. It was just like tape I found in the garage, and uh, but uh, the car, the S machine, uh, got that name because one night. Uh, uh, my buddy Sam, who was uh, uh, on the hockey team with me, uh, it was I was in Chicago, and it was like your windows get really frosty, and plus my windows are always pretty dirty and stuff. And he was trying to make fun of the car, and he just <laughs> with his finger wrote "ass machine" on the back window. <laughs> and uh, when it uh, even afterwards, it like created a mark where just for like two weeks it would just say ass machine in the back of the car when you look back there because it was kind of dirty um but the the car was a a favorite in my group of friends and uh one of my favorite things we used to do was uh the cool kids in high school who had the good cars would always go during lunch because you could sit out on the front steps and they would like blast their sound system to you know show off i guess um so my friends and i would take the ass machine crank venga boys up to 11 and drive as slowly as we could down through the front of school uh which was fun now, just real quick the venga boys were talking like the six flags theme song right yes yeah okay yes. wow no. <laughs> well done Corey. yeah I, we like to party we like we like to party yeah we um yes so i have a question about their car though real quick yeah because i had an oldsmobile as well Mm. did it have bench seats oh yeah 
Yeah. Uh, That's actually, a, that is a, I thought when you said it was a favorite among your friends, I was like, maybe bench seats could be a factor. Here. Well, yeah. yeah. The other thing that was great <laughs> about my car is that, uh, I could drive, we had off campus lunch and I could fit five passengers in there and, uh, <laughs> everyone would fight for front middle. Actually, that was the most popular seat was front middle. Uh, cause you don't get to do that too often. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So Riding now doggy, that we know, basically, yeah. <laughs> so fast forward. So I get that sophomore year. Um, so I want to talk real quick about my senior prom. Now on prom, what we do like a big thing is you would get a few of your friends together and you'd rent a limo to show up to prom. And it was always a bit of a thing, like who's going to be in your limo group. And uh, so uh, me and my date and two of my other friends, you know, and two of their friends, uh, we're going to split a limo. And it's the morning of senior prom. And we get a phone call that our limo broke. I don't know. I guess they had assigned a specific one and our limo was just non-functional. And their reply was, we don't have any more limos. It's prom season. So, uh, so that wasn't fun, you know, and, uh, you know, the people in the group are freaking out and I'm like, well, I got to come up with something. And, um, the thing is, is I had this really great car, the ass machine. So what was created that day was a business that only ran for one day. It was called the ass machine discount limo service. And I made a sign uh, on both sides of the car that read as such. Was it duct tape or electrical tape? again? No, no, that I actually bought cardboard, drew it and just duct taped the whole cardboard (laughs) sign to the side of the car saying the ass machine discount limo service. And then uh, I wanted my date to feel special. So I got a driver. Um, My dad, dressed up in a suit and tie uh, so we could ride in the back seat of the ass machine Uh, you know you had to make the best of it and uh, my favorite moment of the whole thing was um, it was a big thing to actually show up like problem was that you know big nice hotel and you know your moment of getting to arrive in a limo was really cool and my dad pulled the ass machine right into the limo lane honked the horn three times and then hopped out and opened all the doors for us and all the the kids watching everyone just went nuts we just got the biggest round of applause That's amazing. this is incredible yeah so oh the ass machine became a true legend that day oh. Um, (laughs) that's funny um i'm glad your dad played along with it Uh, oh yeah he was a big sport like he was like he's like yeah it's senior prom you gotta do it right i feel like that's a dad's (laughs) time to shine like that is like every every like maybe not every dad's but every like parents uh or, or like guardian's time to shine is like Cause we don't really have like debutante balls or like coming out parties. So I feel like it's kind of, uh, for the most mm-hmm. part, I mean, there's like quinceañeras and some debutante stuff, but like for like, mm-hmm. just like, you know, um, uh, standard issue American culture, there's no, there's nothing except prom, uh, to like yeah. s- stun on people. So I feel like parents are like, no, this is important. This is like, <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. We're presenting you to the world as an adult. No, yeah, 18. Yeah, my dad gave me a wallet with like a hundred dollars in it on prom. Like, he was like, 
you're going to need a wallet with that uh, suit or whatever. And then there was like a hundred dollars in it for whatever. It was like, <laughs> my dad doesn't do that stuff at all, but something clicked in him of like, now is my time. Uh, this is appropriate. Yeah. 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 <sighs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm trying to, th- I don't know if there was any, well, my question for you is, didn't you have other people in your prom group? Oh yeah, they had to find their own way. S machine couldn't fit everyone. <laughs> I love that he had room for five, but only room for two on prom. No, no, it still had to be a little special. So you know, <laughs> they got there. Uh, <laughs> so great. Was there anyone that didn't get it? Did like your did your date get it? Did her parents were they all on board? I guess everyone sort of gets the vibe. My my date was a good sport about it, all things considered. You know. Yeah. Um, I I think it was, she wasn't, I mean, she was going to prom with me, so I don't think she was too surprised, Uh, but, you know, I mean, there might have been part of her that wanted to go in a limo, yeah, I mean, I was driving that car around every day, I mean, you Mm kind of know what you're getting yourself into. I, I feel like most of my relationships are like, you know what you're getting yourself into. Uh, or hopefully. <laughs> the windows are dirty. <laughs> the windows yeah. just are dirty. Yeah, it's just how it is. <laughs> so wait, when you said it left a mark for two weeks, do you mean like because they like press their greasy finger into it? and it The just greasy like- finger combined with like the inner like dirtiness of the inside of the window of the car that even after you could see the mark of where they drew it, you know? Even after you uh, like windex yeah. the shit out of it and everything. Yeah, and it just I mean eventually faded, but it stayed for a while long enough for it to be the official nickname of the car, you mm-hmm. know, because <laughs> you know. It was like the car was speaking and, to us, you know. And how did the ass machine die? Was my last question. Yeah, yeah. The ass machine um died a is this gonna be a tough a, a Yeah, wow, this, this you just froze you, up at a Yeah. <laughs> This just got so somber. Well, (laughs) is this a bad story? No, in the most uh, fitting way, uh, its last hurrah was it lasted till uh, I was done with college uh, and I would drive it when I was back home for the summers. But at that point, I was moving out to L.A. and uh, there was no no need to keep it there. Um, So. My uh, my parents found like a place like we'll buy your old car, like one of those things. And the last hurrah, though, was someone joyrided it because somehow there was uh, it was still registered to like my parents address. And they're like, yeah, the car was found like abandoned or something <laughs> like that. Oh, so whoever bought it, like did something with it and just left it somewhere. And it traced back to my parents address and they're like yeah no we got rid of it so i'd like to know what the final days of the ass machine truly were like because it sounded like it had a final hurrah Corey, yeah our our son had prom two weeks ago Mm -hmm. i need you to take off that little limo hat (laughs) i need you to go back to work you're, it was a nice honey, thing that you did for him, but it's enough. Honey, um, look, I I know, I know, and I know that I have a high-paying job, um, mm-hmm. uh, and I am an, I'm an account executive. Uh, I get it, I get mm-hmm. it. Um, 
but like this is I'm treating this kind of like my rumspringa, right? Um, <laughs> uh, I, we got married right out of high school. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, before we even went to college, uh, which I'm so, I'm so happy. I'm so happy with you. I love you. Me too. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I really Um, am. I just, sometimes I feel a little cooped up. And when, you know, when, when Joe's limo didn't, when, when it didn't show up, it was really my time to shine. You know, I had the hat, you know, I had the outfit. Uh, I know. And it was so sweet that you did that for him, but yeah, yeah. Our phone is ringing off the hook for Corey's cruising uh, <laughs> discount limo, and that's not your job. I mean, well, I mean, t- until the signs, until the signs fall off the car. No, I'm using it as I'm using it to market the business. When the signs fall off, I'll look, honey. When those signs fall off, I will turn take the, them I, off. What? No, I can't <laughs> take them off. You- hey, mom. Hey, dad. Dad, looking hey. sharp. Uh, yeah, thanks, bud. Yeah, no problem. Uh, good news, good news. I, I I got you some gigs for the weekend. No, oh, thank yeah. you, thank you. Yeah, I, I got you pretty much booked out. Uh, yes, yeah, Joe. Why are you doing this? I, I get a cut. I get a cut, honey. So. I, remember how we wanted him to get a summer job, yeah. right? We wanted him to get yeah. a summer job between. Uh, yes. Yeah. Right. Well, he got the jump on us. Right. He's now booking my rides, um, and it's a family business. Yeah. Right, right. It's a family business. We're bringing in like two hundred dollars a week. You have a six-figure salary. Hey, hey, I've I've already got him two hundred and fifty dollars worth of gigs for this weekend. Okay, so, and I haven't even booked okay. Sunday afternoon yet. Oh, Sunday. Okay, now listen, Joe. Um, I know, I know. We discussed this earlier. It is Thank your mother's you. and mine's anniversary. So that's right. Uh, Oh, so Every you're gonna ride has to I just need to finish up the rides by nine PM. I can't we can't nine PM. Yeah. Nine nine PM. We are we have dinner. We have dinner reservation at eight. We're gonna get a car service to take us to dinner. Well no no no, no I canceled the car service. I canceled the car service. I swear to God, if you're the limo driver for my anniversary with you. <sighs> okay. Wait, wait, where are you guys getting dinner? Are are you going to Ruth's Chris, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Oh my God, this is perfect. Yeah. The uh, I booked you a couple that wants to go to Ruth's Chris on Sunday. You guys I'm could just double up. That. Perfect. He'll <laughs> be, be like driving, and I'll be in the back of the fucking car with a it, couple. It's the, the Schwartzens down the street. They're I, great. No, they never stop talking about Legos, and they're full-grown adults. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. They got to the car. Schwartzens. <laughs> They're making a whole television show called really? about um, about the builders. They're, it's called like something the build, but it's just Lego builders, and it's really good. I think it's hosted by Will Arnett. This uh, this this sounds incredible, honey. Honey, have you uh, um um have have you have you been uh, dabbling at all in in any of your hobbies? Legos? Yes. I don't know how to say this nicely, but I actually don't like to talk to the driver when we do this kind of it's stuff. It's my husband. Oh. Well, we paid for a service. Uh, it's a, it's just a little awkward. You know, some drivers get too chatty. So if you if you hold just on. set the... Got, you, hold on. It's Here, like when you they, get into a lift and you're like, I got to work, that kind of thing. 
Speaking I put, of drivers getting chatty. Um, uh, is it okay if I uh, if I don't put this um, cellophane uh, partition up between us? It feels. I just like the contact between me and the back yeah. seat. Yeah, okay. I lo- I love you. I would like to sit up well, front, honey, but you won't keep, allow it. Let's keep it professional, honey. Come on, come oh my on. God. Okay, how about I build some? How about I build a partition uh, with my oh. bucket of Legos? <laughs> you brought Legos to your anniversary dinner? Of course, I. Yeah, we, we love, love Legos. Legos. about us? God. We, <laughs> honey, let's listen. We need to be a part of this community. We need to be a part of this neighborhood. And the Schwartzes, they love Legos. So maybe we reach across, you know? Um, also, thank you for sitting in between them. Uh, I know this is, you know, I weird. tried not to. I got in. I thought they were going to follow in behind me. One followed in this way. The other one went around and came in the other side. Driver, driver. Yes. I've got you your know, tip, driver. His name is Corey. Driver, yeah. my husband. I got you yes, a tip for being such a good driver. I made you a Lego car. It looks like your car, but it's Legos. Who oh would wow, want that is a tip. <laughs> I would. <laughs> he would. You know, no, he's no. a he, he's a he's on a bit of a rum springer. <laughs> Who? Dale is. Dale's on a little bit of a rum springer. A little bit. He got a job at the post. <laughs> hey, Dale. Why do? Hmm? Dale, I'm I'm also on a bit of a rumspringer too. Uh, no, do you want to ditch Ruth Chris? and go rumspringer together? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Normally, I would be worried because that would imply some sort of sexual exploits. But it seems like the two of you are just going to get jobs that you don't need a lot of qualifications for. Doesn't pay too highly. Exactly. That's exactly the plan here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't. There. That's right. I don't understand what your problem is here, honey. You said that I'm, I drive you nuts around the house and I need to get out of the house and I need to find a way to occupy myself and I'm doing it. <laughs> this is taking over your other job and the couple we're on a date with, I, <laughs> this one over here is what appears to be constructing a Lego replica of you. And I don't know it's what that's for. I mean, it's beautiful. I say we for put fun. that up on the mantle. Oh, it's also, life size. We're just gonna prop a life size Lego version of you sitting cross legged on the mantle. Yeah, you might that's need right. to, a, you might need to push one of these uh, seats forward. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get big back here. <laughs> uh, honey, okay, Oof, this is uncomfortable. Um, would you mind? Um, maybe I put some pillows and some blankets in the trunk. Um, if you wouldn't mind, maybe. yeah, those shouldn't have been out here anyway. <laughs> At the next light, maybe you hop in the trunk. Maybe you get a little comfy in the you trunk. You want me to hop in the trunk on our anniversary? I'm getting out. Okay, we'll just make sure that you don't close the trunk all the way on yourself because I don't want you suffocating. No, I'm not getting in the trunk. Oh. I'm leaving. I don't want to do this anymore. This oh. is a nightmare of a scenario for me. So um, you brought your car here to get a paint job. Um, if you want mm-hmm. to just take a look through the catalog here, um, go ahead and, and, and take your pick and we'll do our best to accommodate you. Okay. Wow. A uh, lot of options here. Mm-hmm. A lot of options. Oof. 
Oh man, well, it's these Amco, are just you know we got we've we've yeah we're we're we've got all the options you know. Oh man, uh, I'm a little overwhelmed and I'm just on the greens. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Go okay. ahead and flip oh, the page. Nice. Ooh. Uh, we can also do custom jobs too. You don't have to pull something out of the catalog. Oh, <laughs> you do. We see a little bead of sweat drops off his. <laughs> A bead of sweat drops off his head onto the page and sort of messes up the the, the tints of the greens. Oh, are you? Uh, yeah. yeah, this is just... Uh, <laughs> My God. This is big. Okay. Yeah. This yeah, is, this, uh, there are a lot of options. Okay. Also, I, yeah, I, I, did, I just... I did. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's just... Uh, it, it's different when you actually have to make the decision. That's all. So... Yeah, no, I, I understand. That's why we give you the, you know, the the booklet here. Um, I did notice when you sweat onto the swatch there. Um, these, this is a laminated booklet, um, mm-hmm. and the, your sweat managed to change the color, even though it's laminated. And there's no, are, what are you? What's going on here? Are you okay? Or uh, I'm just, I'm just a little greasy today. That's all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. We see like a bit of green drips from this <laughs> from his shirt on the back of his shirt. So it starts. We see green drips. <laughs> Woo! Oh. Okay. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Uh, I'll just uh, I'll just make a decision. I'll just make a decision. That's all you want, right? You just want me to yeah, pick out a color like here. Maybe this is overstepping this like. Mm-hmm. boundary here um like the no boundaries boundary. go for it are you, no go for uh, are you are you leaking are you leaking something is uh what's i we mean, see the we see the passenger side door of his car flies open a little blob and like a, a blonde wig comes out with a purse and a cigarette <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Uh, Just make a decision, honey. Okay. 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 Sorry. A human decision. Uh, make a. Just a normal paint job. Yeah. You will do. Yep. I'll just. Uh, I'll just make a normal human decision. Okay. Okay. All right, honey, honey. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, you just. I sorry. Help but notice. You said a normal. A normal human decision. After yeah, your. Clear blob of a wife just. Hey! Uh, I, whoa, whoa, whoa! That's I'm, my I, wife. I like no. I I did not mean any offense. She's literally a blob with a blonde wig on, though. So I. Uh, okay, okay. Okay. I didn't. Uh, Corey, Corey, I'm gonna need you to upsell the wax job and not refer to our customers as a blob in a wig. Uh, hey Dave, hey Dave, if you wouldn't mind um, just kind of coming out of the back office and checking out what I'm dealing with here, uh, that'd be that'd be that'd be real helpful. <laughs> What's going on? He uh, comes out immediately. The blob shifts into like a like a pretty attractive, <laughs> like normal looking woman. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh. is it? God. If that's a blob, I should divorce my wife and find my own. Am I oh, right? d- hey, d- hey, Upsell Dave. Upsell that wax job, Corey. I got to go back and do the numbers. Do, you do, know what? Do. Okay. 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 Maybe. Going, we follow him to the office and his wife is there. What? <laughs> what? It's what car room talk. Did you get a look at that? Come on. 
Look at what? He goes and looks out and the person is back in a blob. <laughs> Licking flies out of the air. Oh, really? That's what? That's what that's what you you'd prefer that to me. That was Kathy Ireland out there. Gosh, <laughs> gosh, I could. Come on. I'm all a human. I love you, baby. But hootie duty was that a bride? <laughs> all right. Well, I'm out of here. I came here for some afternoon delight, but I'm going home. We see her open up the window and and hop out the window. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) Corey, you better make a sale. I just lost my fucking marriage. I'm sorry. uh, Wait, is this? I didn't realize the is the intercom live this whole. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't mean to. uh, uh, It's okay. I've been working on my human decision. Um, your hand, I'm sorry, I just want to make sure that you understand that your hand is somehow a baguette now. It's like you've, it's morphed into like a French baguette. No, no, it's, it's always been a baguette. What are you talking about? Okay. They both turn into full baguette. All right. (laughs) They both baguettes. Mine's a little feminine still. Yeah. Uh, A little baguette. Yeah. Your your wife is a baguette smoking a small baguette. Well, uh, look, I know I need yep. to get this sale uh, done. Uh, uh, do you... Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. The customer's yep. always right. Go ahead. Uh, okay, yep. I think the problem was I don't think we want green. <laughs> That's the problem, is that green That's is the, the disruptive. Yep. Okay, well, let's yep. flip okay. to let's flip to another page in the booklet and see uh, what, what, what other colors might appeal to you. Okay, okay. Yeah, we we flip to red, and he turns completely red. Ah, I'm not allowed to look at that. Oh God! Oh Jesus Christ! Oh God! Okay. <laughs> okay. Turn it! Turn it! Turn it! Pass on red. <laughs> okay. Um. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. What, Corey? Can you can you please can you please come out here? Can you please come out here? Uh, I think I need okay. an assist on these. All right, what's going on? Boom, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, <laughs> Smoking my a baguette. Big bongy, wowie, wowie. <laughs> Hey, we, hey, we stop. To, we, we cut to Jake, to Jake and his wife's marriage counseling. So do She's you all broken because you know. <laughs> so do you understand why um, your wife won't put herself back together? Do you understand why she's so upset? I, th- I, I would. Normally I would get it, but too just hot to trot Freaky foxies came into the store. I think I should get a little past to, you know, just ad- admire that. I love my wife. The lengths he will go to gaslight me. The lengths he I'm will go. I'm not gaslighting. Says Garshy Garsh. Oh, freaky foxy. Bing bang. I got a big old whatever he wants to say. And I look out there and he's staring at a loaf of bread or he's staring at, he's staring at a translucent blob with a wig on it. I I don't know what they're talking about. I saw nothing but a big old babe walking the walk with a nice little tickety tot. He can't help himself. Do you understand why that, that hurts your wife? Why that like, 
why that upsets her when you use language like that to describe another woman and not her. I love my wife. I, I, you keep saying that, but you, you never, I've never seen you pay a compliment to her, especially not a compliment like that. Okay, I can yeah, do that. Come on. Okay. The wife gets up, starts smiling a little bit. <laughs> Say look something at nice. That. Oh my gosh, look at that sack in a bag. <laughs> sack in a bag? <laughs> a sack in a bag? A sack in a bag. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, that is the most no. insulting thing anyone has ever said to me. I now look listen, like a sack in a bag. Grace, Grace, he's trying. Okay, he's trying. He is. Um, I think that, that is. I'm fine. trying. You see a literal grocery bag gets caught in a box fan and starts <laughs> drifting across the room. <laughs> now, Dave, stop! I need you to focus no, up on me and not garbage the garbage. <laughs> not the garbage bag. Well, hold on. Yeah, hold on. For just a moment, the garbage bag turns into <laughs> Jenny McCarthy from the 90s. Oh, me, oh, my. I got pie in my eye with that. <laughs> Googity goo. They all look back. It's just a bag again. You see? Jenny McCarthy came in here. What? Okay, okay, I've let this go for too long. What is your obsession with '90s buxom women? What is what? It, what is this? Oh, I shouldn't have to explain that. What's uh, what's uh, your obsession with wanting to eat breakfast in the morning? <laughs> how you get the day started? Okay, she singled out fame. The candies ads where she was on the toilet. Come on, yum a dum dum. Give me a little tug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now do me. His wife <laughs> His wife pulls up her dress a little bit. Flat stack. <laughs> Alright, let's get back to the meat part of the podcast. Regish a guest shares a true meaty story from her life. Corey, you are up. What would you like to talk about? Um, so uh, uh, I had like straight up like t- uh, a car story and a music story um, uh, <laughs> on deck for these. Uh, so it's uh, this works. Um, uh, I'm not going to do the car story though because I feel like we've only this is this can't be the car episode, can it? Um <laughs> Uh, it shouldn't be. No, we're saving that. Yeah, we're saving. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, on National Car Appreciation Day uh, is when we'll release that. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So back in the day, uh, I would go to a ton of concerts, like because uh, I lived in the Mid Hudson Valley in upstate New York, and would uh, would go down to shows. I went to to SUNY New Paltz and like my other friends, and we would go to shows uh, and. One particular show that I went to was this ensemble thing called New York in Time, and it basically brought together a whole bunch of uh, percussion um, uh, musicians uh, and like DJs and uh, and people who were like producers. Uh, And it was one of the coolest fucking shows I've ever seen. They basically just had like a three, maybe even like a four hour long show where 
different percussion uh, artists would come out and use different things. Um, like there's like a bunch of the, uh, the song, the watermelon man um, has that, like the like weird vocal sounds. Um, uh, Durf Reclaw is one of the dudes who, who, t- who like worked on that. Uh, his name is like Durf Reclaw, which is just a fucking cool name. Anyways. Um, but Durf, yeah. D E R F Reclaw, like spelled R E C L A W. I think just, but he was the dude who like, yeah, everyone blows into like bottles and like, we all know that that like is a sound that can be produced musically, but this dude like recorded that. And like, he was one of the first people to do that, um, to like use just random instruments or random implements from his life to create sounds, um, to like bring into his music. Uh, and then there's another dude uh, named Mameo from a band called Azamuche, which is a Brazilian band uh, spelled Azimuth. But and like so it's like we've got like these old dudes from like the 70s and then like these Brazilian fucking pop like sensations paired up with like DJs from like uh, underground hip hop um, and like all these other weird musicians. So they basically just like held the stage and performed and they were using like the tops of their turntables as like skins for drums and like playing together and like using random things like mic stands and like using like literally like an like a cord and like a mic stand to like tap out a very specific sound and like create these ensemble pieces that were brilliant. And I went with my friend and we were so, I mean, and we were so wrapped up in this that we were like, Hey, we're never going to get a chance to see these people again, especially not in this combination. So we were like, mm, I think we're going to miss our train to go back upstate, uh, to, to, to New Paltz. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I think this was in like 19, no, it was probably like 2000, 2001. And we, literally slept on the streets of New York after this show because we were so committed to like watching every last act, every last like um, uh, bit and component of this show down to like watching them like load their gear out at the end of the, it was so cool. And we were, there were like maybe 10, like the, it was a, a fairly large venue. But then had a uh, like pretty much emptied out because like everyone was like, oh, the show, how much how many hours can you watch people tap on the top of a turntable uh, cover before you're like, I think I get it. Um, But like as these uh, very thirsty um, early adults, uh, um, we're just like, oh, we need to see every component of this. We need to see them unplug every instrument. We need to see them break down the stands. We need to see them roll up the carpets that the drum fucking kits were like. And we did it um, and definitely like wow. s- literally slept on the streets of New York. Um, parents freaked Whoa. out over that. Freaked out. Um, like where on benches or something like at a park or just like. Like literally like uh, uh, we went to try to get a, a like Grand Central Terminal. The last train to upstate New York, I think, is done at like 2 a.m. So basically from 2 a.m. we just kind of like wandered around midtown Manhattan and then found like outdoor cafe spaces uh, that would accommodate us. So we could just like straight up, like sit in a chair or like lean up against a shrub. Uh, and we slept for like, Whoa. Yeah. Um, uh, in like the turn, like, I think it might've been like hmm. pre nine 11. So like New York was just very much like, Ah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, like no police presence, no anything. And it was just the weirdest, uh, uh, 
most volatile situation I've like wandered out of completely unscathed. Because uh, it's you know it's clear that we were college kids just like sleeping on the street. Like it was right. Yeah. Um, with like our like you know backpacks like wrapped up in our arms and shit. Like it was just a- anything could have happened. Um, but it was also it was one of the most fun huh. things I've ever done. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I feel like my instinct would be just to stay awake. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you try to? No, <laughs> I think we literally were just like, well, we missed the train and we, I don't It's not like we're, we're college kids. Like we could have just stayed up all night. Like it's not, that yeah. wasn't a thing that we hadn't experienced before, but I think we were just so drained from like the concert and the energy and like the effort. And we did some drinking. Yeah. Um, so like we were, uh, not in the best state of mind. We, yeah. <laughs> did you get food? Did you eat anywhere? I don't think so. I, do, I, I think we literally just were like single-mindedly like, we need to try to watch the rest of this. And I think like by the time we got out, there was just no, nothing open. Like, right. Yeah. You know, like pretzel and hot dog carts had like closed up. Like it was just like, it was, out. <laughs> it was a weekday too. Like it wasn't like a, like we went in on a Friday and it was bumping. It was like a Tuesday evening. So yeah. Like waking up to seeing people walking to like their midtown Manhattan jobs while you're like crust punked out. Like, Oh, uh, it was, <laughs> yeah. So you lived in New York later, right? Cause yeah. Like, yeah. You did, right? Yeah. Um, did you? That I always wondered about that because my main experiences with New York is the Del Close Marathon, which is an improv marathon in New York City. For the sorry listeners. about that. I apologize. Uh, and like, I have so many memories of just like staying up all night, <laughs> wandering around the streets. Like, I remember like hanging out on a bench and like, kind of like must be close yeah. to past, just like joggers going by and being like, "Oh shit, that's happening." So well, when you lived in New York, yeah, how? How weird would a site would that site have been? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, how weird been cons- is it? To see, I would have like, been concerned. Like, young people just like still. I would have been concerned, like, yeah. um, and not that like I don't care about people who are unhoused, but like people who are unhoused usually have their like wits about them and know the situation they're in. You know what I mean? Like, we, like yeah. we were like they know. You know, like just thinking about it now as an adult, like I. I'm pretty sure I just like slept with like my backpack, like on my chest with like the zippers exposed and everything. At least now I would have been like, Oh, use that as like a pillow. So if someone goes in it, they would disrupt you and you would be, you know, like just little things yeah. that you think of as an adult. And certainly as someone who lived in New York, if I saw that, like I would be like, Oh, something's wrong here. Like something. Yeah. Something went mm. awry. They're like, maybe <laughs> one of their friends got arrested and they're just like waiting for that. Or so, I would just be worried for sure. I'm talking real shit. If you guys want to give us a hand, uh, we're just kind of, we're just the roadies. We're just cleaning up the concert. You know, I don't know why you're still watching Woo! us, but we're trying no, to get yeah. out of here. Yeah, crushing no. it. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Are you making no. fun of us? Because it's not really that funny. We actually have to get all this shit in the trucks. Hell no. Gotta... It's the best part of the show. Cable yeah. wrap. Cable wrap. Cable wrap. 
Terry, don't wrap the cable faster, okay? They're not actually encouraging you. They're making fun. No, you got it, Terry. Terry, you're crushing it. Solo! <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> Terry, don't encourage... Hey, hey, I don't know what this is, okay? I hope you enjoyed the Metallica show. All right? Uh, it was all right. Surprise. It was pretty good. Not, 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 nothing, nothing I haven't seen before. Yeah, they are not bad for an opener. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. What are you gonna do with these mic stands, man? Yeah, huh? I got. Where are those going? Telescope them closed, and they're going in one of the many trucks. We're going to Houston tomorrow. Speaking oh of yeah, telescoping. You're gonna yeah. want a telescope for these sweet tits. Look at that. I'm hey, 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 honey, honey. Hey, I thought whoa, we whoa, talked whoa. about this. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. Come on. Sorry, I got oh. wrapped up in the show. I understand. I did too, but I thought. Sorry, I'm so right. sorry. It's all right. It's okay. I love you. Sorry. I love. I love you. I love you. <laughs> you better be careful. Like Terry, you have to understand. Terry here is not a rock star. All right. <laughs> He's not going to take a random flash of titties like a rock star would. He's going to fall in love with your wife. So it's a co- it's a coordinated flash of titties. Is that what we need? <laughs> it's not a random flash of. Titties. No, we don't need any titties. Okay. I mean, I don't. I guess I appreciate it. <laughs> But I'm just saying, we're not rock stars, okay? Uh, I'm gonna go get flowers for that pretty lady who flashed me her tits. <laughs> Terry, don't get flowers. Wrap the fucking cables. Yeah, wrap that cable. Wrap it up. 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 We see Terry. Terry, Terry getting all sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Terry. <laughs> I mean, he is doing it fast. Listen, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, thanks for coming to the show. I mean, we'll be in Thank Houston you guys. tomorrow breaking breaking down that show as well and setting up. If you want to check that out. Um, oh. You're going to be wearing those fingerless gloves or what? <laughs> These are my work gloves. Yeah, I like to yeah. be tactile with my fingertips, but I don't want to wreck my palms. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a glove. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm talking about. That's the glove. That's what I'm talking Woo. about. Wreck those palms. 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 Stop saying that because Terry will be irresponsible. <laughs> Terry's going to be irresponsible. <laughs> Terry slowly <laughs> taking off the fingerless gloves. <laughs> Terry, keep your gloves on. You're going to get sore, pal. <laughs> no, not Terry. I'm going to wreck these palms. You see what you did, honey? Honey, honey, please stop. He's only making eye contact with you when he's saying this. I'm sorry. I didn't realize he would fall in love with me. No, listen, look, if we want to do the cuck thing, we can do the cuck thing. But it's got to be like we we have to talk about it beforehand, please. Sorry. But yes, I would like to do the cuck thing. I'm sorry to bring it up beforehand. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. It's okay. I don't think Terry's going to play his part in that (laughs) In that scenario. Cuck my wife! Cuck my wife! Cuck my wife! Cuck his wife! Cuck his wife! Cuck his wife! Come on. Gosh, is it okay if I get off a little early to cuck his wife? I mean, it's... <laughs> when you get off a little early, you don't have Can to go I anywhere. Can I just leave early and cuck his wife? Don't, don't fuck. <laughs> we got. Look at what we have to take down still. Look, we have to take all these lights down. Oh, yeah. We have- Look, why don't Josh, why are you being such a jerk to Terry? Why don't you guys just break down these lights, which I really want to see, so Terry can go cuck this guy's wife? Yeah. You, Terry, you can do it on stage. I'm not saying, like, 
It, honestly, oh. I'll, wrap, I'll wrap cables while you cuck my wife right on stage, if that's cool. Ah. Yeah? Okay. Deal. <laughs> Deal. Terry, if you wanna if you wanna cuck this man's wife on stage, which see, you know, just say everyone see, get ready for disappointment. We see this Unless man's wife uh, uh boosting him up onto stage. Uh boosting him up onto stage. Uh, oh, honey, careful. All right. Oh, okay. So all right. Um Okay. So usually so the cuck holding thing you get off on it somehow you can't do that you have to wrap these cables <laughs> after this we're going to send you up there and you're going to unfasten those lights uh, oh. hey i just want to say out here in the audience let's not forget i want to see both wrapping the stage and a good cocking okay <laughs> i've waited around for hours through a damn metallica show for this why are you still sitting in your seat you don't have to sit in row m for this because i respect tickets it's over the show is over uh, this is my seat this is my seat a vendor comes down and gives him a pizza here you go <laughs> What are it's you about doing time. here still? It's about time. I was on order- he called me. I had to come from home. I ordered that during Enter Sandman. Sorry to bring you back here. <laughs> no problem. The vendor, so that's, that's- the, vet, the vendor's in Pete in like his pajamas. He's like, oh. Hey. Oh, sweet. Is it? Did I just show up in time for the cucking? Yes, you did. What do you mind the cucking? <laughs> <laughs> At the end of every show, they they wrap the mics and then someone gets cut. <laughs> I wish that that is that advertised somewhere because yeah, it's on, good roadies. It's it's advertised on the loadout subreddit. Um, it's uh yeah. loadout loadout. Yeah, you know, like load in. It's for yeah. Lo- it's loaded. It's a du- it's a play on you know. Yeah, I got it. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> I got it. Why are you being such a square? You probably were the guy who was like, nah, Prince, don't play a second show after the first show. He couldn't because we we had to. (laughs) I did say that to Prince one time and we had to clean up. (laughs) We had to clean up because Bruno Mars was on after. Wait, are you the guy who Uh, came out and you stopped Prince's encore in the middle of his encore? You stopped him? And you, I was I had to set up the stage for Bruno. Wow. Wow. Wow, man. Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, That's but, why you're never going to get cucked, man. I'm so glad that you're I not cucking my wife. I don't want to get cucked. I'm gonna... Hey, how about a lot less talking and more cord wrapping and cucking? <laughs> I'm doing my part. I... <laughs> All right, honey. Where honey, is security? Here. I'm gonna hoist you up on stage here. I'm gonna hoist you up okay. on stage here. Okay. Okay. Here we, uh, uh. There we go. Uh, there we go. All right. All right. So, oh, Josh. Gary. Josh, would you mind? Um, uh, this is a big ask. Would you mind filming this? Because we're gonna need this for our library. <laughs> I am at work. I am doing, you are, the exchange was, you are also at work. I'm going to put this, I'm going to put this GoPro set up on you so you can look like you're doing work. 
Um, and it's a front facing mm-hmm. and an outward facing GoPro so we can see your response to the cucking that's happening in close proximity. Don't. I don't want to be in this video. Why am I a part of the cuck? <laughs> but you're going to see is my face as I as I as I dismantle some lights. Yeah, that's, gonna... that's what we want in the video. That's literally Terry the comes, only way I can get off. <laughs> Terry comes dancing out and he trips on one of the mic cords uh, and it pulls one of the lights and the light picture crushes his, Terry's head. No, Be- no. Whose job was that? Josh, <laughs> you were supposed to take the lights down. I'm trying Way to, to go. Take, I'm trying to take the lights down. Terry's out here trying to, he's getting his head crushed <laughs> while he's trying to cuck someone's wife. Was this? Is this so you can cuck my wife, Josh? You're not, listen, you're not cucking my wife. You missed your chance. I refuse to take responsibility. Okay, maybe you can cuck my wife a little bit. I don't want to, all right? I don't need to be yelled at by Lars Ulrich trying to, (laughs) as I'm trying to, as I'm trying to clean up after his show. Look. (laughs) You know what? Way to go, guys. Way to go. I had one dream to eat a slice of pizza while watching some cords get wrapped and a guy's wife get cucked. But now I'm down with my damn pizza and I'll never get to do it all at once. That's your fault. Take your time with the pizza. I'm hungry. I ordered it during Enter Sandman. for coming with me to ikea yeah, yeah. no uh, problem it's just uh got a big list uh you know starting up a band so i need some instruments so I, uh, wait what <laughs> I, well you know how i used to always talk about wanting to wanting to do the music career where i'm going for it i'm going for it so Great. Uh, i love that so i need some like things to bang on um Maybe some household products I can record and no. play back later. No, you should get an instrument. <laughs> what? You should get some instruments. I don't know why you're getting stuff from Ikea to bank. Well, I'm getting stuff from Ikea because they have everything I need. And I don't want to have to go to like four stores. So um, They don't have a- drums. They don't have drums, which is, I think, what you need. I, I don't want drums. Everyone does drums. I need a <laughs> Okay. Or uh, that way I can beat. Uh, okay, so let's uh, just make our way to the bedroom section. Uh, do you? Uh, th- thanks for coming. I, do you yeah. guys stuff at your house, like furniture or whatever. I have furniture at my house. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. I might need to borrow some of it no. when I, once I start gigging. Once I start gigging up, I might need to borrow some of it. No. If you want to buy stuff at uh, IKEA to bash around, that's fine. You're not borrowing my furniture for gigging. <laughs> but I might need it depending on how much my band blows up. No. <laughs> there is no way you're gonna need my furniture. To knock around. Way to not support my dreams. I am supporting your dreams. You are? Okay, well, let's see what happens when push comes to shove. I'm gigging around, and then I'm like, oh, my God, I need a chair and a table stat. Get it here. They don't know who my friends are. Uh, 
Okay. We're at Ikea. Why are you planning for a backup? My furniture. Just get two chairs here. <laughs> there's no way. There, there's no way with the way I'm planning on playing that this stuff is going to make it to my next gig. No. Then what? <laughs> so I'm lining up some backups. <laughs> you, so you know that this stuff is crap for an instrument and you're going to buy it, crap it, and then ask for mine? Change your... Yeah. Yeah, that's the plan. Okay. All right. Fine. If you don't want to commit yet, can you at least just help me pick out the dresser, a couple chairs, and like hopefully a clock? It can be broken or not. I'm not picky. Okay. Okay. All right. We see a a middle-aged couple buy some dressers, like closing, opening and closing the drawers. Hey, hey, buddy. I like the action. Hey, buddy. Hey, 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 excuse me. Excuse me, you two. I need an opening act. I need an opening act, and you guys got it. You got the stuff. Opening act where? What? I'm I'm going to start gigging with my band, and I heard you play it. I'm going to, I'm not gigging yet, but I'm going to be gigging with my band soon, and I'm going to need an opening act, and I heard you play in the dresser. It's pretty good. You like my voice or something? No, no vocals. Unless you're like, uh, <laughs> like just recording sounds like sucking on a lollipop or something. That's useful. But um, anyway. Well, I mean, to, to this is kind of wild. You've hit the jackpot. He he graduated from Berkeley School of Music, so you could. I mean, oh my god, this wow. this isn't uh, this isn't what it looks like. This is not a match. You all seem like you think this is a match. It's not a match. It's not a match. It feels like it feels what kind like of a match. stuff do you play? I play. I play guitar, uh, classical. Um, well, come on, honey. don't be, don't, don't, don't no. be modest. You play, you play all the string instruments. It's not just you play the guitar, the guitar oh, very and well. the piano. Yeah. And the piano, yeah, yeah. Well, so, you know, I, I'm just getting started. I'm about to start gigging. So I'm picking up a couple chairs and a dresser and I'm going to bang those around for a bit and see what noises come out. Um, then, you know, that really sky's the limit. Uh, I might get some rugs and just like hang them from the ceiling and smack them with my hands. We're sorry we wasted your time. You seem like a nice couple. <laughs> Way to blow it. Way Thank to you. blow it. Is this your manager? No, not yet. No, oh. I have a very okay. high paying six figure accounting job. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to take a a banging around furniture man manager position. Band manager. Oh, well. you, you're missing. Not even on a rumspringa. I'm sorry. Not even as a rumspringa. You don't want to become a low level music manager. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a. It's a side. What gig. are you all talking about? I. I make six figures. I do very yeah. well for myself. As an accountant. In, yes. In, an, in a boring accounting like job. This Don't you is want a your little culture? Chance. A this is your chance. And as a manager, you can let me use some of your furniture. You're not having any I'm going to need that to... furniture once I start gigging. Stop it. <laughs> I'm going to be gigging soon. You're not gigging. <laughs> I'm going to be gigging so much when you're my manager because you can get me the gigs. I'm not going to book you gigs. I've got a job. I've got a wife and kids. Why do you hate my dreams? Okay. You've got the chairs I need and the smarts to help me gig. I, I don't. 
Maybe that guy does. That guy looks like he might. It, he's wearing some sort of band T-shirt. I don't know. Name. I don't know. It looks like he's Tristan from Awesome Planet or whatever. <laughs> um, what? This is. I mean, I'm actually. I'm. I'm. Whatever. Um. Uh. I. I it's not a big deal. Uh. I'm not. I'm not that big of a of a band uh, member. I've just done. Whatever. Um, but this guy's this guy sounds really interesting, though. I mean, you, you get you're an avant garde artist, yeah. I wouldn't call it avant garde. I'd call it. You've never told me you're an awesome planet. <laughs> I don't. This, you were always this my part, fan. Yeah, but this is a part of my life that like I just don't talk about. Um, I, I, it, it's it was just a laugh, you know. You guys are great. You you did songs about women and partying. Yeah, I right. Mean, just you got like that the most one song like I fucked a translucent blob on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, translucent that's, blob, that's, right? What does that yeah, mean? Yeah. Oh, uh, just one day, um, I uh, I stumbled into um, I stumbled into uh, like an Amco, um, uh, and they there was this there was this weird interaction that was happening at the counter. Um, and it just looked like you know, maybe you want sometimes to- you don't want to know these things <laughs> yeah yeah it's like a loose you know what i mean like, I thought it was- <laughs> guys i just need to buy some chairs so i can start gigging i need to do normal human stuff okay normal human stuff playing gigs banging chairs around getting gigs from my smart friend who makes six figures i'm not getting you gigs because to- we cut to Joe's gigs. He says, Damn it. He's setting up. He's setting up the the, the stage like a living room. Okay, right. The dresser doesn't go over there. Jesus. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I don't usually work with. I don't usually work with living room well, furniture. I usually set up stage shows for Metallica. And oh, like. okay, okay. Well, this is a little bit different. While I'm banging the drawers open and shut, I need to also be able to smash a chair. So we can't have them on opposite sides of the stage. This is. <sighs> hey, um, if you're banging and smashing, um, uh, would you mind doing some cucking too? Just some light cucking on stage, if that's all right. How, how long do we got before showtime? I could probably get a quick cuck session. That'll do it for this episode of the Meat Improv. Uh, thank you, Joe and Corey, for coming on. Yeah, playing thank, with us. thank you. <clears throat> that was a blast. My pleasure. Um, yeah. What would you like to uh, plug for our audience? Uh, social media or anything you got at all? Let's start with you, Corey. Um, uh, you can find me on social media, uh, on Twitter and Instagram at burn Corey burn. Uh, I don't do TikTok cause I, I'm, I don't, I'm not doing TikTok. <laughs> um, never never. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just, I just, I don't want to. Um, uh, I think <laughs> I maybe had an account at one point, but it's gone. Uh, but yeah, you can find me on burn Corey burn. Also, uh, Illuminati improv has shows twice a month. Uh, and we have a mailing list on our website where you can sign up for the classes that will be showing up uh, in the very near future. We'll be doing workshops and improv as it relates to not just like acting, but like life and stuff too. So we're going to be cool. uh, implementing uh, some yeah. of those classes soon. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Hey. Joe? 
Oh yeah, and me? <laughs> uh, no, if you want to check out, uh, I like making some funny videos. You can find me on uh, Instagram or YouTube uh, as Emphatic Pictures. Emphatic Pictures, all one word. Uh, yeah, check it out there. Hell yeah. Great. Hell yeah. I love, uh, yeah. I, I, Joe makes awesome videos. Check out Joe's videos. Thank uh, you. Jake? Truly, especially his road trip, please, for his road trip <laughs> video. Go back and look at his road trip videos. They're so good. Yeah. Those are fun ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm going to check it out. Um, you can go to weimprov.net or twitch.tv slash weimprov for shows, classes, uh, script stuff, all, all that fun stuff. Great. I'm at Josh Simpson on everything. Uh, Instagram, TikTok. Although I don't do TikTok really. Uh, Twitter, Letterbox, <laughs> And of course, YouTube. That's the thing I'm trying to do. You know, in my late 30s, you, you start a YouTube channel and you hope that that's going to do something for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you see why I gave up on TikTok, right? I was like, I'm bad at this. I'm not going to be good at YouTube. Either, so. um, but yeah, my YouTube's Josh Simpson. Do a video every week. And you can find it at all my other socials, Josh Simpson. The Meat Improv is on all of the socials as well. Uh, Twitter and Instagram are the big ones. And we also have a YouTube channel for The Meat, The Meat Improv. Uh, and our Patreon, where you get a second weekly episode with Jake and I, and we, where we talk shop a little bit, talk a little bit about um, improvising and how we do it. Um, that's at patreon.com slash The Meat Improv. Thank you so much. Um, thank you, Corey and Joe, again for being on. We'll see yeah, everyone thanks, guys. next time on The Meat